Yeah. Like feel it. Like, I don't want to cry. That's <laughs> nah, I don't want to necessarily cry, but yeah, we can. We can. If you are the voice for other women that yes, may have like, went through this, and they want to, no, it's okay. It's okay. You are the voice. I said it right. It's okay, yeah. It's you okay. the voice. I said it. And and it's okay. I mean, I think that's I said it right. Because I don't just don't I, I speak to it. It's, it. This is your life. I said, yo, it's gonna be. All right, all right, all right, all right. Boy, listen. I know how we got here. <laughs> but where do we start? <laughs> I'm like, boy. All right, no, no, but for real. Yeah. I know yeah. how we got here, right? Mm -hmm. But like, where do we start? I think the most important thing that we need to start from is how challenging it was for us to become parents. Like, I think that was by far one of the most challenging, um, yes. you know, journeys for us. I think that um, parenthood was very important for us. Yes. And for many, yes. to say the least. Um, but for us, it wasn't it wasn't easy. Like we started off having a um, stillborn, stillborn, yeah. and March twenty nineteen. Yeah. So we basically had, um, you know, we had a stillborn. Yes. Um, I had to give birth at twenty weeks and six days. That was very challenging. Um, it was it was hard. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about the perspective of it, like how well, it was the decision we had. Yeah, to make. it was it was challenging because one, here it is. This is our first time having a child together, and we're feeling that um, we did it the right way. Mm -hmm. You know, this was we we're say, married. We're married. Mm -hmm. This is not out of wedlock. And then boom, you know, something that we didn't even know about. Tragedy a tragedy just struck, you know, within your body that you wasn't even aware of. You have fibroids. A lot of fibroids. And 85% of black and Spanish women have fibroids. So mm -hmm. we had no knowledge of that. Mm -hmm. And so for it to be, uh, the for the event to happen mm -hmm. that, the way, um, that the way that it did, you know, sitting there with the Nick you and they giving me an option um if we try to keep the child um because of what may happen bleeding wise i'm not a doctor mm -hmm. they said you may not be able to have uh children ever again yeah. or just let the child just let you know it play out and let nature take its course mm -hmm. and allow them to pass so it was such a tragedy to happen so early because we were on cloud nine mm -hmm. you know uh, we were excited to yeah. um have a child and um it was really, to me, it was more so I was hurt for you because I know that you wanted to give me a, mm -hmm. a child. Yes, I did. And then to top it off, so we go through that and then now we have a miscarriage and I'm just like, okay, so is my yes. body not going to do what it's supposed to yes. do? Like, what's happening? I never experienced this stuff, um, you know, before. And I know that it was, um, you know, I do believe that it was an attack from the enemy. I feel like, you know, yes. we know, we know the, the, the scripture says the wages of sin is death, right? Yes. So not death in the sense of like natural death, but like you have to pay for the and things that you do. Exactly. We over life. here condemning ourselves. I was over here like, you know what, God, is this, is this punishment? Is this your judgment? Right. Like, is this from, your like, judgment decisions I made in the past? Made, yeah. Is this her punishment? Yes. You know, and so we were so mm -hmm. hard on ourselves because we didn't know how to deal with this. Yes. And um, God really had to stretch mm -hmm. his hand out 
and really carry us through yes. because we really didn't have any solutions no. we couldn't blame each other you know we, we tried, couldn't, we we tried, tried. to we and tried. which caused issues yes. uh, in our marriage but this was simply like god really had to carry us yes and this most in that most it was difficult definitely time. like <laughs> cash your cares about me yeah. oh, oh, cash your cares upon me because the end of the day yeah. Like his burden is light, his yoke is easy, and we had to just give it to him because I truly didn't know what I was going to do. And then, okay, boom. So now we we have this stillborn, and then now I have a miscarriage, yeah. and now okay, God is blessing us again. Mm-hmm. I get Excited. pregnant again, and I'm just like, oh my God, like this is you know this is my rainbow baby, like this is it. We're all excited. And I'll never forget that day we went to go get our sonogram. It was the day before our video shoot. And I just want to say, like, for the record, I love you, y'all. Like, I got to say that. And the reason why I got to say that is because I will never forget that day. Like, we literally, we were there and um, they told us, like, something is wrong with the baby's heart. We got to send you out for other testing. And I was just so, I felt discouraged. I felt defeated. I remember you said... The enemy did this to us too many times. Like, we're not letting it happen again. That's right. We're going to move forward. We're going to celebrate this baby like he's mm-hmm. completely healthy. Um, I mean, and they told us everything. He was going to die. He wasn't going to make it. Like He would have Down syndrome. All kind of stuff. Down. I mean. They ooh. thought we were crazy. They thought we were crazy. You know, for you still wanting to have this child. Because um, they said we, because of what we went through prior. Mm-hmm. That um, they told us to get. We'll be foolish. Yeah, we yeah. should try again. That you should have an abortion. Yeah. They thought I was crazy because I'm asking dumb questions like, "Well, will he be able to play basketball?" And they're they like, looking at me like, no. "You're not getting it, sir." So like do he, we? Do he, you need someone to talk to? He don't have a half heart. Like, yeah, what like, you mean like basketball? Yeah. Like you, so, we talking about quality of life here. Like you see, but literally. you know, we we realize in life that God has the final say. Yeah, he know? is a great physician. And yes, and. At the end of the day, I just thank God for your spiritual yes. maturity in that moment because I was not the woman that I am today. So you being spiritually mature allowed us to be able to navigate through that. And yeah. I just feel like it's so important um, having you in, in that in that moment was yeah. very essential for me because I felt defeated. I felt like, yo, like this is it. Like, yeah. I, I and, don't know. And, and that is a natural feeling to have. But we have to realize, and I know my bishop, he watches this. He always says, a man's extremities is God's opportunity. Yes. And um, when we, it went beyond us, that was God's opportunity to really show how much, you know, he can do, how much that we can't handle it. Right. You know, he can handle it. And so. And I remember, I don't want to cut you off, but I don't no, no, so really, I remember when. You know, going through that process, I I used to ask myself, like, why me? Yes. Until one day, God was like, why not you? Why not? Why not you? Like, why are you? I would not give you anything more than you can bear. I'm giving you this because I know that you can handle it. And I know and I remember, um, you know, but when RJ was born, I was like, I don't want to share this testimony. I don't want to share this because I feel like, yo, I'm tired of people feeling sorry for me. Like, this is yeah. like baby number three. Like, something is wrong again. Yes. Like, you get what I'm saying? But I'm so glad that I was obedient to the Lord to share that testimony and just to be vulnerable in that moment. Because I remember there was a woman that I didn't even know from, like, North Carolina. She found me on Facebook. And Facebook is not like Instagram, per se. Like, yeah. it takes hard. You know, it's harder for people to find you. And she found me. And because of RJ's testimony, 
testimony her baby's alive today like yeah. she they told her the same thing like abort and all of that stuff and i'm just so grateful um for just just for you i just want to say i love you, I'm no, you. i love you too because you're the strongest person i know oh, and um, <laughs> no i'm not just saying that because we you know we on the cameras and stuff mm -hmm. like that you know um as men sometimes we really don't understand the strength women have um they're trying to do things to please us to respect us and this type of person that they have to be to keep us yep. and to see that here it is you're trying to do something and not that you didn't want to have a child with me no, I wanted but to. you really wanted to you I was know like, what's wrong with my what's life wrong, I ain't never what's had no wrong with you but um that's the beauty of god like we he'll, he'll allow us to question ourselves so we can seek him and sometimes, you know, questioning yourself and asking yourself questions is what leads you to God. And um, I'm just happy that, you know, it led you to, to God and we were able to see the outcome. We have a beautiful uh, 19, was it 19 month? Yeah, he was a child. Yeah, he got a half a heart. He, he's not, he's listen, a miracle he, he didn't dude. just survive. Yes. He actually thrived. You know, he he's thrived. thriving. He's thriving. So to God be the glory for that. And I'm just so grateful because I truly believe that um, that situation per se, RJ, yes. really like shifted my my walk with the, God the trust, and just everything. Like God. I had no other, like there was nobody that could fix it. Like, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, the doctors, of course, I love the team. He has a great team. Yeah. They helped him, but it was nothing like, it was literally God had the final say on this. Yeah. Like, Because if we would have the answers, then we would have no reason to trust God. Yeah. And sometimes um, that's what builds our relationship, you know, with God and what we try to show people daily that yeah. just because you're in a hopeless situation doesn't mean you're in a helpless situation. Yeah, and it. so, you know, when, when God steps in, you know, in those hopeless situations, now you have to pray to him. Yeah. Now you have to yeah. seek him because yeah. there comes a time where there's no words. We heard it all. People were prophesying. People were talking to us. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of smart people. Uh, in our lives, a lot of educated people, yeah. a lot of doctors, but this particular situation, there were nothing, there was nothing but God that was our solution. Listen, I, and there were times that my prayer was just Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. And even me. the toughest thing, and you know, not to make it, you know, about me, but it was hard for me as a preacher. I'm preaching victory. I'm preaching hope. I'm preaching, um, you will survive. Mm -hmm. And deep down on the inside, I'm like, God, I need you myself because I don't know the outcome. Mm -hmm. And I want to tap into something, uh, baby, that you said, that you mentioned actually, like, you know, why your body and, um, you know, why, what, what's wrong with your body. Right. And I want to just take this moment for you to just educate because I'm a man, but we probably have some listeners that don't know the difference between a miscarriage and a stillborn. Like, what is the right. difference as right, a woman? Right. right. So I, that's very important. So thank you for asking that. I really, so a stillborn woman, what we have with baby one, so it's basically like, I had to give birth to a baby that was like actually pushed out a baby that was not alive. Like, so he was not going to make it. We knew that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so when he was born, he was not alive. So that is what a stillborn is. So yeah, the whole, the whole nine, we push in everything. The second um, thing that I went through, um, and the reason for that was because 
I have fibroids. So woman, I'm telling you right now. Yes. Black woman, woman of color specifically, because a lot of us lack vitamin D. Um, it's very essential and very important that you guys go get checked. Um, when you're planning to go get have children or anything of a sort, because um, we do have uh, most a lot of women, 85% of African American women suffer from fibroids and. Sometimes they don't interfere with um, pregnancy, um, but in my case, it did. It was on my cervix, so it basically tricked my cervix. You had, like, discomfort. Yes, I did. I had a lot of pain, um, heavy bleeding and stuff like that. So um, it basically tricked my cervix into thinking that I was giving birth, and that's what put me into preterm labor. So that's really important to check out. Um, And a miscarriage, which what I experienced after Mm -hmm. um, having the stillborn, was basically when I was probably about, like, eight weeks um, and my doctor said it had nothing to do at that time with my fibroids, but just more so usually when that happens, it could be for multiple reasons, whether you have an incompetent cervix or which, you know, that's something that you have to like discuss with your doctor. Or in my case, it was just that something could have been wrong with the baby. So if something is not forming properly, the baby just like disposes of itself like earlier on before it's actually like a fetus, like an actual baby. So yeah, that's pretty much what happened um and then I ended up going for fibroid surgery to get my yes. fibroids removed and um yeah and that's how I was able to conceive RJ um the doctor even said he don't even know how I even got pregnant with baby so like that was a miracle in itself so that being a miracle in itself and going through what we went through I know that it was God's divineness in order of us having to go through that because that was a staple in our relationship and marriage just to be who we are today and yeah. to even you know like have this qualification of being like yo like we still we stood the test of time yeah around. and that's why we have the resume to talk to you guys today uh, we not here to just give you guys a bunch of fabricated <laughs> sayings and cliches but um our resume or really our testimony of what god has done I guess that makes us uh, eligible to have this uh, podcast to talk to you guys. Listen, now we got two beautiful sons and it's so crazy because I feel like I'm at that weird polar opposite. Like one is 18, 19 months and one is about to be 19. Imagine the advice I got to give. I'm walking one into childhood and the other one into manhood. So I'm over here changing the pamper while over here showing the other one how to pay some bills. So um, it's, it's such a... So different, you know what I'm saying, in our household, but I love every minute of it. You know we got to tell that story about when Mikey was 10. Nah, I think we got to save that for that episode. That's the episode. I can't even believe that you really didn't tell me that. Yo, listen, man. You tried to swing on on me. It was like... I had to put him in an old school dope thing. But we'll talk about that another time. Wait, no, no, no. Did he uppercut you? Nah, he didn't catch me. He catch me. All right, no, no, all right. You talk too much. We're going to save it for another episode. Listen, that next episode is going to be crazy. Y'all going to know. It it got crazy. So please come back. I hope y'all come back. I hope y'all join us we thank you we love y'all for y'all support and we cannot do this without y'all so thank you and i know our first one we told you your prayer assignment was your introduction and now our our next prayer assignment for you guys is uh trusting god's hand yes even in the uh the most darkest uh scariest moment now faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen listen y'all have to have faith I have to trust God. My name is Kiana. 
And I'm Reggio. And we are the Owls. We the O's, baby. And this is for the Kingdom Podcast. For the Kingdom. Let's do it.